Welcome back to the Nameless Podcast. Uh, believe it or not, we talk about hockey, even though the first cast may not seem like it. I'm Jackie Leone here with Michael Stites, and we're going to talk about hockey. Our name used to be What the Puck, but unfortunately, some real people who actually do this for a living decided that they were going to take that name. So, what is going on in the NHL this week? We're just going to get right into it. You have Stars of the Week. I do have Stars of the Week, that's correct. Who are they? Connor McDavid, Patrick Laine, and Sidney Crosby. Well, these are the NHL stars of the week. These are who they deem. So, Connor McDavid had the game-winning goal against New Jersey. Not that that says much, because New Jersey has yet to have a win. They don't have a win, that's correct. Um, And he had the winning goal, though, against the New York Rangers, and that was the Rangers' first loss this season. Uh, The Oilers became the first team in NHL history to overcome a deficit to win its first five games. You were talking about that before. Yeah, that's one hell of a feat. Um, I feel like just stop putting yourself in a hole, though. I mean, I get yeah. it. Like, it's a good ability to be able to come back, and that's what hockey is. No lead's ever safe, but yeah, yeah. and it's just it's just a weird stat to kind of have. I feel like not that it's a weird stat I, per se. That was it's a little wrong. obscure, like but yeah. like you would think at some point that they would just. Like, it would click because clearly they have a rhythm and that they're a confident team. Enough to come back from a deficit, which is much harder than to come back from... Who have they come back on, though? Like, okay, the Islanders, I guess. These games are so, The Rangers. The Islanders have been a decent team. I don't think as decent as last year. They're pouring in a ton of goals, though. Yeah, they are. the Oilers. And obviously, because they have one of the best... Forwards in the league and Connor McDavid, but they've scored. Oh my gosh, how many goals at this point? They must lead the league in goals because every game is this feels like it's ending like six, five goals apiece. They have twenty three goals. Um, Sidney Crosby. Oh my gosh. No, this, did we talk about Patrick Laine? We haven't, but I just want to hate Sidney Crosby already. Patrick well, Laine, we need to talk about Patrick Laine because it'll segue into the Penguins. So, it's his. First career three-assist performance against the Penguins, but that's not really the most important part. Is What is the most important part is that they ended an 18-game winningless streak against the Penguins. This team, the Winnipeg Jets, has not won against the Penguins in t- since 2007. Every time they faced the Penguins, they lost. Did they play them twice so far? They have, because then on October 13th, they just a few again. days later, they lost again. Went back. Okay, so how long is that the new losing streak going to last? I don't know. I mean... 20 years. Maybe. I mean, the Jets are an okay team, but the Penguins also have a deep in like injury problem. I think if Genny Malkin is like the only healthy um, star player on their squad right now... Yeah, but it really just Sydney doesn't Crosby. matter because they have Sidney Crosby. Like, I hate to say it, but the guy is just capable of winning Well, games they're losing games. The Sabres beat them 7-2. to two. The Sabres are beating everybody. That's an annihilation, and it's by the Sabres. I mean, the Sabres also were great for the first half of last season. They were really good, and then they tanked. The Blues kind of did an opposite thing. So the Sabres are really good in the beginning of the season. Then they tanked halfway through. The Blues were really bad in the beginning of the season and then got really, really good. Yeah, it's the same reason why I'm not concerned about New Jersey. It's the same reason why you shouldn't bet on the first half during the first half of hockey season. True, but if your odds are right and, you know, I mean, anybody can get lucky enough. We say this because we have a friend who put, like, 10 to win 600 on the Red Wings winning the Stanley Cup. No, not the Red Wings. 
Oh, not New Jersey Devils. Yeah. Where he's a little concerned right now. It, it, it's a, no, it's a decent bet because look, you add PK Suman and Wayne Simmons. I mean, you have Jack Hughes also, Jack Hughes but there's, there. there's going to be an adjustment period. There has to be. Because even though P.K. Subban is a superstar and he clearly can perform, he's showed us on his during his time with the Canadians, during his time with the Predators, doesn't mean there's going to be an adjustment period. Also, when you have this new kid working him into the lineup, even though he did perform really well uh, for the USA team, it's the NHL. It's completely different. Um, yeah, that adjustment period won't take long, I don't think. I think they can pick it up, but like halfway through the season, I have no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind that they could at least end the season with a wild card spot or um, a spot in their league because for the playoffs. Because not that the first half of the season doesn't matter; it's that because the season is so long, teams have time to turn things around. They have time to make adjustments um, to get to where they want to be. But yeah. now. We will talk about Sidney Crosby. What did you want to say? You were ready to go. I just want to say, how come this dude just like is just always relevant? Like, what did he even do this week? This is an average week for him, isn't it? Yeah, well, he moved up to 37th place in the NHL's all-time assist list and 41st on the league's all-time points list. I would have thought he'd be higher. I would have thought he was higher, too. That's kind of why I put this down, because I thought he would be higher also. I could not even come anywhere close to naming the 37 ahead of him. Oh, me neither. ahead of him. But how long has his career been so far? I mean, how many... Like, he's still... He's pretty old at this point, right? Because I feel like... Oh, we also don't know how big of a gap there is between where he is now. He's 32. That's not bad. How long can he... He potentially could play, like, four or five more years. Oh, yeah. No doubt in my mind. So, I think by the end of his career, we can, like, easily... He'll easily be, like, top ten on either of those lists. And I just... What's this? You'd appreciate this. Crosby's girls. That's oh, yeah, that's gross. I thought that said Crosby was a girl. I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, no, yeah, I think he he's definitely not done here. Uh, he's trying to show that neither are the Penguins, even though they have had a rough start to this 2019 season. Um, they're four and two. They don't it's not play. bad. Um... The Metropolitan is also just, I, I, don't, I don't think, is a very good division. It's not a very good division. Um, so the, they'll find themselves at the top of that division. They are. They're in, they're, they're, in, they're in second. They're um, in second. Hur- the Hurricanes are ahead of them. I think that's still they're just still just riding a hot streak. I can't believe the Islanders are 3-3, three and three, though. I thought they would be doing better, honestly. I know it's very early, but... It's a loaded, it's a loaded division. Um, There's certainly a lot of teams who have... Um, been very good in the past, but no, I, all these teams are kind of just at, kind of like not in a rebuild phase, but they're kind of just reloading at the moment. Well, New Jersey's in a rebuild. The Rangers are in a rebuild. The Flyers. The Islanders, you can argue, are coming off of a rebuild because they do not have John Tavares anymore. So you can argue they that they sold out last year. Yeah, you 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 can t- you can argue that they're making somewhat of an adjustment. The only team to me that looks exact well, and Carolina no longer has um, Justin Williams. He is taking the year off. The only team that really you can argue looks the same is the Capitals. Because then again, you look at the Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets gave up Artemi Panarin. He's now on the Rangers. He's now on the Rangers. So. Looking at the Metro, and it's actually interesting that you bring this up, you see a lot of these teams don't look the same, and it's going to be very interesting 
season because it, it's really anybody's game in the Metro. No, yeah, the Capitals have held on to everybody. You're basically still looking at the same defenses before. Mm-hmm. John Carlson's still there. Um, TJ Oshie's still there. Orlov as well. These are top defensemen in the league. And it's already a team that has such good chemistry. Brayden Holby is an issue, though. I think Brayden Holby is a big issue. He's giving up way too many goals to keep them in the game. They're scoring. That's yeah. not their issue. They're scoring goals. He's just... Yeah. Giving up four, five, six goals a game. Yeah, that's not good. Um, He's got to find a way to lock it down. I mean, they've yeah. lost to some teams who are struggling at the moment. They lost to the Stars. They're going to look back on the season when all said and done and say the Stars should have been a winnable game. The Stars are collapsing at the moment. They are, but they did do very well for the first week. Um, and the, and then, to be fair to them, they played them four days later and beat them. Um, so they right, they got the ship right there. Yeah. But the Avalanche put a beat down on him. Um. You know, I it's I'm very, very interested to see how the Metro is gonna play out this season. Um and I just still can't believe that Buffalo is technically undefeated. They are technically undefeated. I have not looked at their schedule yet, and I need to see who they've played because I don't think they've had I don't think their strength of schedule. They've played the Actually team? it has been. Yeah. So it's but they lost their. I think they lost their one real test so far, which is the Blue Jackets. Yeah, the Blue Jackets are tough, but they won against. I'm. I'm sorry. Any win against the Penguins in my eyes is huge, simply because they have been such a powerhouse for so long that. When you're able to come up on top, even though regardless they have injury and injury and injury, Sidney Crosby still managed to make the star of the week. Which means that the Penguins are still able to produce. And if you're pulling out seven goals in that game, that's insane. I'm just concerned about the Sabres' ability to score at even strength. Because it seems like they've been just doing most of their damage on the power play. And then that's a fault on the other team that they need to kind of get it together yeah, and say... Up. Don't give them those chances. Because mm-hmm. they're capitalizing on their chances. And that's and that's what, that that's what you expect do. from a good hockey team. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Capo Caco's first goal in the NHL. And it was a pretty filthy one. How happy were you? Did you see it live? I did not because I was in the studio recording Bombers Live on Saturday because they played at 1 o'clock. I'm on a TV show at the college here and I missed the game and I was pretty upset when my dad had to text me and tell me that Capo Caco got his first goal in the NHL. Yeah, and it was filthy. It was. He completely undressed. Oh, Um, yeah. Who was the goalie that... Who's the Oilers goalie? Completely humiliated the guy. Basically turned him into a nobody. Because I can't even think of his name. Yeah, um... Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Yeah, pretty much. He did. It had was... a good game, though. 20 saves on 21. Yeah, I mean, they ended up winning the game, and Kako had the only goal in the game. Uh, it was a great goal, and it's something that... Because I sent you this video... It's something that we've seen from him throughout his entire career and in the spotlight. Yeah, what league was he playing in before this? He was... Because he was absolutely tearing it up. That was his league. Yeah, I cannot give you... I can't give it away the national team that he played on. But No, you sent me the video. That's your mistake because I think I remember what national team he played on. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see. Um, Oh, that was my mistake. So... um, but this is something that we've seen from him from performing against the top players around the world. Yeah. It's, it's not that well, it wasn't a lucky shot. It was 
just him being a force, which I think, which I think he's going to be throughout the season and throughout his career in the NHL, whether he stays with the Rangers or not. Um, he's just, it's just something that we're going to see from him a lot more often now because he's starting to prove that he can get that ice time, that he wants that ice time, that he's hungry. And he's, when he's given the opportunity, he's going to capitalize on them, which is something the Rangers have not done in the past. Yeah. They have had trouble capitalizing on opportunities that they get. So they'll be in the zone. They'll start passing. They'll pass way too much and they'll miss their opportunities or they won't make the best of the opportunities given to them. And I think he is going to be a really good influence on the rest of the team just by saying, not even by saying anything, but looking at the way he plays and him just being so effective with his ice time is going to have a big impact on this team. Yeah, he looks absolutely lethal in front of goal. And I think his teammates are already doing a good job of finding him in space because when he gets in open space and open ice and it's just him and the goalie, um, he's going to convert those chances the majority of the time. And credit to his... Who who gave him that feed right on his... Ryan Strom. Yeah, that was a ridiculous assist. That's kind of going a little under the radar. But I got to give a shout-out to the assist because he put it right right on the stick blade and just let Capo do the rest because that was a nasty... Nasty dangle for Goalie. Yes, it was. And now that is going to be something that other teams have to think about when they play this New York Rangers team. They're going to have to think about... Let's just stay behind him. To how are they going to cover Kako. And then we have another score. Mika Zibanejad has been a big scorer for this team. How are they going to keep him in check as well? It's just as more players just keep capitalizing on their chances and learning and getting better in open space with each other, the team chemistry gets better. It's going to be challenging for other team, other teams to combat this. Yeah, there's a lot to be excited in you, about in New York. I am Certainly. very excited. He's no David Pasternak, but he could be oh. close someday. Four goal, four, like one goal is not four goals. We know that. Pasternak. Oh, oh, okay. I think I was just segued us like segued us way too well into. <laughs> He has a new suit, <laughs> and I, I think I can't believe you think it like better than last week. I think it's better than last week simply because the hat. But the hat isn't the suit. We're just talking about the outfit in general. We're not just talking okay, about the suit. We're okay, talking about okay. the entire fit. Um, the shoes. I don't think he'll ever ma- match his shoes from last week. Yeah, but I also like the sunglasses from last week, and also like nobody else. Yeah, but will he's have outside in that picture. Hat. He's inside in this picture. Still, he'll never have... The hat takes care of the sun. He, he elected to ditch the shades <laughs> and go for that. Because his hair, while well, it's in pretty nice flow, I think is he's got like a receding hairline a little bit. A little bit. So I think he, he, he covers up a little bit, and the hat matches the tie. It's perfect. The belt, the shoes, it's all black. And then white under... I don't even know what color red that is. It's but, salmon. Oh, is it? I must be looking at a pretty dark picture. Let me see. I don't know what... No, no, no. It's like salmon. It's like in between pink and like red. Whatever it is, I think it's perfect. I'm very jealous of the suit. That it is. Is that tie cut at the bottom? I can't tell. But if it is, I think that makes it even better. I don't think so. Oh. I think it's just like a rectangle. I'm a big fan of like skinny ties when if you have the personality to pull them off. Do you have the personality to pull it off? Not at all. I'm not a fan. I'm not a big dresser like Paz or Nakis, uh, but, but when you're a goal scorer like he is and you're flashy enough, you, you can pull off an outfit like that. And then he backed it up with four goals. So, I mean, uh, have a day. 
Um, well, we skipped over. A Not segment. even a star of the week. Uh, I think the NHL has just lost all credibility in naming stars uh, of the week. We're gonna have to create our own stars of the week. I think. Uh, we can definitely do that if you, if our brainstorming sessions on Monday become any more efficient. Yeah, those have been bad, but in our defense, midterms this week. Yeah. Sorry if we're a little off and a little flustered, but Sorry I haven't been. We sound so today. monotone because. Because I'm about to fall asleep. I, I have to keep the windows open just to keep the sun. Are you serious? Because I am on the verge of a huge nap today. I wish. Um, anyway, we skipped over a segment. Because I'm sorry, you, I'm sorry. Your segue was just so great Too that perfect. we couldn't ignore it. You know, um, where's that dude from? We gotta let the conversation flow. And I think I know because... You think you know. So I chose Capo Caco because he got his first goal. And so... And that's one Stites hell of a name. three guesses as to where he thinks he's from. I'm not gonna act like I didn't already guess Sweden before the show. You did guess so Sweden. So I'm not gonna say I got it on the first try. But after remembering the highlight video you sent me of him, he, he's finished, right? Yes, he he's is. He's finished, okay. He is. All right, so that wasn't that entertaining. That was a mistake. I I'm one for video. one. We're going to start keeping a little scoreboard. Oh, because I'm given three tries. We'll put it right up there. Yes. Keep it on your wall. Put it on the refrigerator door. So you'll never forget. Um, and then... Again, talking about Capo Caco because I'm a Ranger fan, so I could talk about Capo Caco all day, every day. Hughes versus Caco on Thursday for the first time this season. Hughes is flustered. I think he's extremely flustered. Extremely flustered. I think the fact that the Devils haven't been able to capitalize and haven't been able to win a game is really getting to him. And when you're a young player who has had the spotlight on him since before the draft, and even asked him more so after the draft, since he became, he was the first round pick, and I think he, not that he is cocky in any way, because he is not, but I think having all the spotlight, I think he expected his team and himself to be better. Yeah, he's already being looked at to lead this team. And they, to the, to the devil's credit, they brought in some veteran players like P.K. Subban and Wayne Simmons mm-hmm. um, to kind of help him out and give him a good support system. But so far, it's just not meshing at all. It is yeah. not. And we see this with his missed chance against the Florida Panthers. Yeah, this is ugly. It's not even ugly that he missed. What's ugly about it is his reaction afterwards. And this was just yesterday. So this is not anything old he you can see it in his face after that he is genuinely i don't want to be here frustrated and mad and that he not that he does i don't know if it's that he doesn't want to be here i think that he didn't expect the nhl to be this hard it's the pro it's people come here from all over the world he's technically the best in the world well he went to college right he did where did he go to school boston or something i just boston just not usually my guess like BU. Maybe Minnesota, even out. Uh, I'm just wondering where he's from. Quinnipiac, I don't know. Um, where did he get drafted from? Because I, I, it's in my experience that you usually see guys coming over from playing in European leagues usually have a smoother transition than guys coming out of college. And I think that's something that I well, needs to get right in making that transition smoother for guys. But still, I think... I was thinking ahead to this matchup, and I'm trying to guess stat lines. I think 
his support system's obviously been very rough. And let's not ignore the fact that they've given up 29 goals. I... Yeah. Find out where he would just doesn't look like he's eighteen. He's not. Syracuse College. He's oh, maybe he didn't go, go to college. He's oh eighteen. God. I own a Catholic secondary school. Yeah. In Miami. Wait, he Miami. did not go to college. Well, he's he's eighteen. He's younger than I am. He's literally six months younger than I am. All right, so we're gonna stop trashing the kid just because. Um, so. But he, the reason why people ex- had such high expectations for him is because he has won medals with the U.S. World, uh, U.S. team. But, like you said before, I'm, I'm going back to this point that a lot of the players who played in European leagues for years have an easier transition in the NHL, and I agree 100%. That is why I think Capo Caco was having an easier time, because also the competition in Europe is much tougher than in the United States. And it's kind of crazy because I, obviously this is not an NBA podcast, but we're seeing the same sort of um, pattern in the NBA mm-hmm. at the moment. So, it, you know, it just makes you think about grooming players and maybe, maybe Americans start going over to play in. I'm sure they're already doing this now, but maybe you start seeing um, more and more players just head over to Europe and play in the European leagues for a little while. I mean, it just, the same thing has happened in the MLB. A top college, um, a top college recruit, instead of going to the draft went to play in Japan for a couple years instead of playing in single and double A. For, I think, all sports, I think the training is just a little different. Not even, I can't even say a little, tremendously different. I had a a tennis coach who came over here from the Czech Republic, and she played to get an education, and she told me about some of the training that she did as a kid, that they groom athletes. Yeah. She was telling me she, as a 13-year-old girl, would run around her school track with a tire tied behind her back. As a 13-year-old girl, and they just have such a rigid, tough training system that I think they almost weed out the people who aren't going to be good enough. Yeah. The culture is definitely different, and when you play um, over there... The atmosphere is obviously different when you play in games like that. They make you grow up quick. You grow up quick when you play over there. I agree. And you kind of, like, you're seeing a little bit of the immaturity in Jack Hughes, the way he reacted after missing that chance. And maybe he's not exactly going to handle adversity as well as Capo Caco, who has already been playing at such a high level over in the for the Finnish national team. So I'm curious to see how this one pans out. I mean, I'm you're talking about... to see the matchup. Yeah, I don't know how the two individuals are going to perform, but the Devils are going to be desperate. So. Watch Jack Hughes get a goal against the Rangers. Just because, just because I'm going to be Rangers. watching it, and just because it is the Rangers, because the Rangers tend to do things like that. Um, I'm also curious to be who's in goal for the Rangers, because they've been changing it up. Oh, do you have issues? I don't have issues. I trust my coaches. The Bruins are doing the same thing but, with Yaro Halak and Tuka Rask. Both yeah. have been hot. Yeah, but. Henrik Lundqvist and Georgiev have both played well. They both have wins. But I just feel like you have to make a decision for for team chemistry's sake almost. Maybe it doesn't have as big an effect on the Rangers as it does on the Bruins or maybe vice versa. But I don't know. I feel like a decision has to be made. Maybe not now. But I know Henrik Lundqvist, for a fact, wants to finish out his career as a Ranger. So whether he does that on the bench or in goal, I know he would rather do that in goal. And he has put up the numbers and proven that he still 
can perform. But I think David Quinn did this last year, our head coach. He changed up a lot in the beginning of the season. He put different lines together, put different people on the first, different people on the second, put together defensive pairs that maybe you didn't think would work because he knew it was very experimental. And this is his first NHL team he's coaching. And now's the time to do that. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's in the beginning of the season, not the end of the season. And I even at the end of the season, when if you know you're not going to get a playoff spot, I would still do it. Yeah, sure. But I'm very, very curious as to what the goaltending situation is going to be all around the league, even for the Bruins also. Because I do remember mentioning that they were switching their goalies out as well. Yeah, and you're talking about Tuukka Rask, who was looking like he was going to be a Stanley Cup MVP last year. Yeah. Or not an MVP. What's the name of the award? I don't even know. The Don't get me started. The NHL has so many different names <laughs> yeah. for like the MVP award. Like Just call it MVP. But this matchup... Yeah. This matchup's on Thursday. Do you have any big plans? Uh, my roommate's gone, so watch it alone in peace and get to scream. I will not be watching the game. I'll probably be asleep back home because that's what everyone's going to be doing except for you because you have to stay on campus unfortunately i do have to stay on campus okay so give me a final stat line for kako and a final stat line for hughes at this game who's going to score who's going to get an assist maybe i think kako's going to have an assist to who maybe a goal because he said something in the preseason he played a game and they went into overtime and he said my coaches told me never to pass in overtime so if there's a chance that this game goes to overtime, Capo Caco, I think, is going to have the winning goal. I was thinking about overtime today because I was kind of, like, admiring the three-on-three format. Thank God we have the three-on-three format. I now. hate the three-on-three. Do you really? I think it's too much ice to cover. I think the game I think it's ends- sloppy. Okay, but still, the game ends in, like, two minutes now. Even though the game ends quicker, it's sloppy hockey. I think it's so exciting because if you have the puck, there's just such a dangerous threat of scoring, and it's kind of just like, I don't know. I think I was fine with even four on four. I was fine with four on four. I remember when the NHL couldn't make up their mind at one point, but I liked four on four. Three on three to me is just too much ice to cover. They get too tired way too easily, and do you really want to lose a game because you're out there doing basically suicides across the ice? That's a decent point. But I'm I'm not going to argue that. I just think from a fan's perspective, you know, it's a lot more exciting. Um, It's what you come to see. I I used to be a fan of shootouts, but I think uh, I don't. I'm a fan of shootouts in, I was going to say in the regular season, but they did. The good thing that the NHL, I commend them because they handled the shootout situation in such a great way. Shootouts during regular season. Playoffs, we do away with the shootouts. Yeah, I like that the playoff hockey. So I'm perfectly okay with the shootouts. What irks me more, though, is the three-on-three. I just... When I go to... I have been to many, many Ranger games that have gone to overtime because they couldn't capitalize. And I'm hoping to go to another one in about a month from now. And if it goes to overtime, I wouldn't be surprised. And when I'm sitting in the stands, I'm talking to the people around me, and I'm saying that's way too much... They're saying that's way too much ice to cover. I'm truly not entertained by three-on-three. Because they look sluggish, they look tired, and they have a right to be because of how tough it is. Just, so it's it, I just don't like it. Would your solution then be to go back to four on four, or maybe just go straight four to a shootout? Four. four on four. Four on four was fine. 
having because you can put on two forwards and one defenseman or three forwards and one defenseman. You have more of an option. It's really most of the combinations that you see are two forwards and one defenseman. And I'm just going to speak for the Rangers case because I really haven't followed other teams as closely in the beginning of this season. But the Rangers forwards have had trouble being able to convert back and play defense. They have had a really hard time. They dive at the wrong times. They don't stick to their man-to-man coverage. They have a really hard time playing defense. So when you're throwing two or three forwards out there, I don't know why you would throw your three forwards out there, but you could if you wanted to. It makes for me a sloppy defensive game, which is why, which is essentially why they did it, I think, because they want the game to be over faster, and if they play sloppy defense, someone's bound to score. I guess the reason I like throwing out three is because it kind of benefits my team a little bit more. Um, uh, because, okay, we have Brad Marchand, the overtime GOAT. Okay. Overtime GOAT, and Bergeron can obviously be such a great two-way player, and I don't know, I just feel like... I'm just speaking from a fan's perspective. You just have to understand that because yeah. I, I don't understand the implications of, you know... It's an 82-game season, which is the other thing about it. 82 games, you're playing... You're talking about playing once every, like, three days, pretty much. So I'm all for limiting um, how long overtime is because you're seeing most of these games end in one or two minutes. The only thing I don't like... I think what they did get right is actually when you go on a power play, it's four on three. Thank God it's not three on two. They get that right, but... Um, I feel like it's just a rule that they've messed around with and changed too much. I think it's fine, like just time to find something and stick with it. I agree. On the power play, they did do that right, a four on three instead of a three on two. That a three on two would have been a slaughter. Yeah. There would have just, uh, game one, like you might as well just say, up, oh, game's over. Like, I do think they need to shorten the power plays in overtime, though. I don't think yeah. it should be a two minute power play. Yeah, especially if it's a five minute power play. Because if you get a, if you go on the power play, the game's over. Yeah, in overtime, especially when your team is exhausted. Um, I definitely agree that it ends the game way too quickly with a two-minute power play. Um, That being said, I don't like three-on-three. He likes three-on-three. One more thing that we disagree on. It's not up to us. It is not up to us because we are just fans and just waiting to be discovered by Barstool, really, essentially. Um, So... Let's get into You have more segments that you created. Let's get into them. Yeah, let's. That was a great discussion. That was a good discussion. I, I just wish I could have prepared for it a little bit more because I, I kind of, you know, lost my argument a little bit there at the end. But <laughs> I wasn't prepared to have a discussion, but it was one that I was I was thinking about earlier today, and I was hoping I'd get a chance to bring it up, and I'm glad you mentioned over time. So. Well, best. Okay, continue. You didn't give me. Um, you didn't finish on Hughes and Kako. Oh, was, yes, because I was talking about official prediction. So my official right prediction. In. Kako maybe doesn't score in regulation, but he scores in overtime. Um, and I think he's going to have an assist no matter what, Kako. Um, Hughes, I think, is going to get his first goal for the w- goal against the Rangers. I think he's going to. He's actually. Wow, so both score. I mean. Let's make it interesting. On, I say none score. Neither score. Because is Panarin still looking for his first Rangers goal? No. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> um, there are definitely plenty of players here still looking. Like, you can't. I don't think 
Subban has scored yet. I just feel like yeah, there are a lot Jack of guys. Hughes has not scored yet. So I think because one, Jack Hughes is a very talented player, even though he's getting frustrated, and even though this may be a lot for him right now. But number two, the Rangers tend to do things like give up goals to people that they shouldn't. Not necessarily. He's not really. Not that he's not a threat right now, but. He's flustered. He's going to come into this game flustered, and he shouldn't get a goal based off of his the last six games that he played. And the Rangers have a tendency to do that. So I love my team. I love them with all my heart. I would rather die than be a fan of any other team, but I just have a feeling that that's going to happen. You have a very specific prediction here, and if it hits... <laughs> Even half of it. Even if I'm right about half. Both players get a goal. Kaka specifically in overtime with an assist somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, it, that, that's our breakthrough. If you part somehow get reason, that correct, that's our breakthrough. Part of the reason that I believe also Hughes is going to get this goal is because the Rangers haven't played in a few days. They have. Like, everyone else has played six games. Played the Rangers three. have played three. So, that... Break, I don't think is going to be good for the team at all. I think Kako's fired up from his last goal. I think he's fired up, and I think he's ready to do more. That's why I have such a lofty prediction. I also have some kind of blind allegiance to him for some reason because I've been watching his highlights for a year now. But I think that, I think that has a very good chance of happening. So we knew the Rangers were going to draft him. Yeah. Did they have first overall? Second. Second overall. Devils of the first, so they Ooh. knew that they were going to draft Jack Hughes. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, One I mean... two going at it for the first time. Yeah. Maybe I will watch this. Who knows? Maybe I'm going to have nothing to do on a Thursday night. Because no one's going to be home. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I definitely would. I know I'm going to sit in my room and... If somehow I end up watching that game, I'll be sad with myself, but... Hey, man. Let's see what happens. It's, all right. It's a, all right. Goal of the week. Yes. Oh, back on Kako. But it was it was filthy. It but was. But I feel like there were better ones. I'm not going to Did we lie. talk about this already? His goal? We talked about his goal. We did talk about his goal already. Um, but we named it goal of the week. Um, There's another potential goal of the week. Um, I well, need to rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch it. This is the power play also. goal. Wait, no, it's yeah. not. It's the OT winner. Burakovsky. The Avalanche are the hottest team in the NHL right now. And they have the hottest sweaters in the NHL right now. <laughs> we'll have to do a whole segment on sweaters. Whole segment on sweaters. I feel like we already have. For the most ferocious shipping. I got an ad. <laughs> the, the microphone definitely picked that up. That, that microphone's a beast. We have a new microphone. A little recording device. Got it off Amazon. 45 bucks. I'll give it a little shout out. <laughs> Because this thing is incredible, and I got it for dirt cheap off Amazon. It's a blue snowball, omnidirectional, so you can talk from behind it and it'll pick you up. We could talk, you could go out the building, I could open the window, <laughs> we could do this podcast outside, and this microphone would That's pretty awesome. still hook us up. All right, are you The goal loaded. Well? I'm watching the goal. Okay. Um, this is an overtime three on three, and look, three on three provides us the goal of the week. Top shelf, beautiful. I don't think he could have had that goal any better. He was patient. He was left open in front of the... Go- See? Little this is why player. I don't like three-on-three. Three. 
It gave us goal of the week. I know it gave us the goal of the week, but it produced sloppy defense. It's providing my, us content, my, so that's why I'm a fan of it. <laughs> um, my allegiance stands with the pod. Okay. I don't know where yours is at. Mine is as... I don't know. I feel like I'm an analyst at heart. Ever since I was given the job, I feel like I have to watch things. Oh, and you I have, have morals. To, okay. I have... Um, you know... I have my priorities in order. My priorities are this pod, and it gave us goal of the week, so 3-on-3 three three is here to stay. 3-on-3 three three is here to stay, enough for facts. They but beat the Coyotes, though. So does that kind of just, like, make this goal irrelevant? Because, I mean, no, you went to overtime with... No, because it was a good goal. A good goal is a good goal. But you went to overtime with Arizona. So... Yeah, so that has something to say about Colorado. Maybe they're not as hot as you think they are. Well, then let's check out... who they, They're 6-0, and oh, are they not? They are. But they went to overtime with Arizona. They're five and zero. Excuse me. Five and zero. Let's see who they've beaten. They've beaten. Oh, they beat the Bruins. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. (laughs) This keeps happening to my teams, where for some reason the leagues think it's okay to send. Boston teams oh out on a gosh, West Coast trip to start the season. Again, the West Coast trip. That's why you lost. That's it completely trashed the Sox crap. season this year. And, okay, you're telling me you're going to give the Bruins, who went to Game 7 oh of the freaking Stanley Cup last year, played more games than anybody else in the league last year, you're going to send them on a four-game road trip that ends in Colorado where they're breathing like the... They oh couldn't breathe God, in the third period. They can't breathe. Please. They couldn't breathe. In a four-game road trip that ends in Colorado, a mile above sea level. They couldn't breathe in, breathe in the entire oh third my quarter, gosh. and they had two goals disallowed. Two goals disallowed. I, there is something to be said about the two goals disallowed. I did not watch the game specifically. Ridiculous, but. ridiculous reversals. I don't even know what goaltenders interference is anymore. <laughs> To be honest, I don't know. I I think I know it when I see it, but then sometimes it's not I'm fuming. I feel like I have to show you, just because I, you'll be disgusted with this league. I already am. Really, I I'm tempted know. to walk out on this podcast because of how it would disgraceful still be that is. Always, so you could walk out on this podcast. This if you is ridiculous. To. The Bruins should be undefeated. This is, I, and this is the one game I watched. So, if you're bad luck. This wasn't even my point. That I came here to see to who the Avalanche had played. That happens to me, too. When I was last season, whenever I'd get up to go to the bathroom, the Rangers would score. So I literally would just get up to go to the bathroom every time it was looking bleak. Okay. And it worked. Avalanche, big wins. They beat the Capitals, who... So yeah, yeah. That's a big one. They've got they've got the names, but they're not clicking at the moment. They beat... The Capitals beat the Blues. They beat the Wild. They're trash. They are trash. Matt Zuccarello's out. So. Overtime with the Coyotes. Yeah. This they lost to this. Oh, that's preseason. And they beat the Flames. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's still tough. To, think it's are. still tough to be five and zero to start the season. It so. is tough to be five and zero. My team's not five and zero, so who am I to say? Should be. Aren't six. you? F- that's my rant for the day about. All right. More. That's a new segment. Your rant for the day. Rant of the day about how the Bruins should. We're, we're not going 82-0. I said we were well on our way last pod. You we, did. We you did. I remember that. I'm still going to... I feel like that should at least go for an overtime loss because if you're going tied into the third period in Colorado after a four-game road trip, that's basically like playing a game. Two periods in Colorado, that's basically like the equivalency of just playing one game. 
my god, the sea. If you talk about, oh my gosh, I can't. No more Colorado teams ever, just because of how ridiculous it is to play there. <laughs> I feel, like, how can, I know these are probably, like, the most well-trained athletes. They're the best well-trained athletes in the world, but, like, man, I can't imagine playing there. You're just gasping for air. Do they have oxygen on the bench? They better. I don't know, and why don't I believe you? Like, what do you mean? A team should be able to play in any condition. They knew they were going there. You can't. Like, you don't train for it. Unless you're the team that's playing there and you get used to it, there's no way of training, like, for playing in those conditions. Like, just... Have you ever been to Colorado? I have never Have you ever played hockey in Colorado? Have you ever been to Colorado? I'm just telling you what I know. And um, this is just, like... uh, Everyone knows that when you go to play in Colorado, you better bring oxygen oxygen tanks because... I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> He's done for the day. We'll give him goal of the week, but uh, it's it's discredited because it was Arizona. I also would like to address something. What's that? You talked about how Dallas was a hot team. Oh, yeah, they saw And how they were that. good, and now they're on a three-game losing streak. They are on a three-game losing streak. And I think, didn't, I feel like this, I might be definitely wrong about this, but I feel like Tigers, Tyler Sagan got hurt. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Dallas is one in five, <laughs> with an overtime loss. I was very wrong about Dallas. You were, and I told you they were trash, and you didn't believe me. Yep, I got it wrong. Oh my gosh, Jack Hughes is a. Well, let's see who they. Okay, they. They lost to the Capitals. Tough game. Tough game. That's 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 tough. You can't hold that against them. They lost to the Blues. That's tough. Is it really? They lost to the Red Wings. That's, I mean, hey, the Flames are a hot team, too. They, I mean, they've they played the hard. I think they've had the hardest schedule of anybody. Give them time. That's all I'm saying. The pieces are there. The pieces are in place. Give them time. It doesn't get any easier for them. They play Columbus and then Pittsburgh. And then, honestly, they have three winnable games after that. But All right. I'm going to admit it. Yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. But did we expect, my, did we expect me to be right? No, we didn't. Not going to lie. I didn't argue with... Yeah, I didn't argue with you any further because I, I, I had a feeling. Um, throwback of the week. I'm very excited uh, because on October 14th in 1979, Wayne Gretzky scored his first goal in the NHL. That's today. Which is, that was yesterday. It took him that long. And, like That was like the sixth game of the season. This is your goat? He was a rookie. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jack Hughes still hasn't scored. Oh, there's a video. There is a video. Jack Hughes is not Wayne Gretzky. That is very correct. Jack Hughes is not Wayne Gretzky. I do not think... Wait, is this against the Bruins? No, that doesn't look like the Bruins. This is a very old video. Vancouver. It was 1979. What do you Oh, it was the Oilers in a 4-4 tie. Well, no, it was the Oilers versus Vancouver back when he was on the Oilers. Oh, man. It's pretty awesome. My video bu- We love that blatant trip that happens right in front of the net. I, my video is buffering. I wish I could watch it, but I can't. I've already watched it twice. <laughs> I'm sure it was a fantastic goal. Yeah. I don't need to see it. Okay, play it again. Play it again. Let, let me break this down Okay. from a, from a hockey standpoint, because I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Okay. We're looking for a trip here. Oh, <laughs> that's as egregious as the trip in like Game Five of the Stanley Cup last year. If you know what I'm talking about, 
Oh. That was, that was a great goal. I like Wayne Gretzky. I'm in the midst of reading his book right now. That's the second worst trip of all time. That goal shouldn't have counted. You know what no, the worst trip of all goal, time that is? that trip was made by Vancouver. You know what was the worst so trip So it wouldn't be called because Gretzky scored. It would, like, cancel out. The penalties declined. Football. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> I almost said the penalties was declined. You put that in the notes. Dallas is on a three-game losing streak. I did because I thought I was. Because you just have... wanted to make a point. No, that was wrong. no, because I thought I would have more points and then I didn't. I see how this is. I'm a little scatterbrained in case you couldn't tell. So am I. Oh my gosh, our Monday meeting didn't go well at all. It did not. You're stressed about your midterm. I had a midterm last night at seven o'clock. Oh my gosh, what is that? I had one at nine a.m. that I apparently failed. <laughs> Anyway, save of the week. Did you watch this? I did watch it, but I have no idea what happened. I honestly couldn't see. Sometimes I watch hockey and I just oh can't follow God. because the puck moves too fast. You know what I think? This was also in Florida against New Jersey. Bobrovsky's. I think save. there can be some sort of technology where, like, we can make it easier to see the puck. Because whenever someone shoots it, like, I don't need, Okay, yeah, that's a pretty nasty save. I, I understand what happened now. Because the announcer said he denied him twice. Yeah. I didn't see two shots. Once, twice. All it's right. not as blatant as the first time, but it was twice. I think there needs to be some sort of technology to help people watching on TV see the puck better. Because I still can't see the puck. It's, all, it's always Maybe been my thing. Maybe you just have to pay attention. I just can't. Oh, it just moves too fast. But that it's was so a great small. that was a great um, save, and that Florida Jersey game seemed to be a tough game, especially for Jersey. We know, but just I guess Bobrovsky's ability to perform when he knew that New Jersey was frustrated was great. Because not gonna lie, I don't know much about the Florida Panthers. They're decent. I don't think many people know a lot about the Florida Panthers two, unless two, they're two. in Florida. So they're decent. They're two and two. Um, I don't know one name on their roster. Oh, I knew their goalie. But decent Bobrovsky's a good goalie. Bobrovsky is a good goalie. That's why it caught my eye when I was looking for a save of the week. Frank Vitrano. That's their guy. They have no Achari now. <laughs> I just love seeing random experienced players popping up all over the place. No Achari was kind of trash. Well, He's the one guy that got tripped last year. <laughs> that was the trip. And <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no, here we go. The worst yeah. trip of all time. That's a bit of an exaggeration. I don't think so. I don't think so, because they scored a second later. Cost us the game. Ridiculous. Should I keep it light? Stay out of the fight. No one's gonna listen to me. I write a song, preaching what is wrong. Will they let me sing on TV? Should I keep it light? Is that right? Way up, way up we go. Been up and down that road. Way up, way up, oh no. We gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me standing in line. You're
Anytime you want to help me prep, dude, go for it. Are you kidding me? You can't say that. I had a midterm last... You know I wanted to, but... I know. You That's even sweet. called my bluff. You said, did you look over the... <laughs> I did. And I said, obviously I did not. I have a midterm in an hour. No, you said I didn't, and then I said, how did I know? And then you said, because I have a midterm. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh no, I'm sorry. I forgot you had a midterm. <laughs> 